Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Maddie. My name is Vivian. And you are listening to episode 73, first episode of 2021. Happy New Year, everyone. We're back into it. So with 2021 comes a new podcast format. So we're going to start with our song of the week first. So Vivian, song of the week, what is your first one of the year? So my song of the week this week is Easy by Pale Waves. So I actually came across Pale Waves over the little break that we've had from over Christmas and New Year's and everything. And they are an English rock band. So they kind of identify themselves as like indie rock, that sort of vibe. Um, They've toured with the 1975 and Maddie Healy has like mentored them before. So definitely get a lot of vibes that were coming from them. But at the same time, they give me this really big like 80s, 90s pop rock vibe, which I really, really love. Like, especially in this song, Easy, it's such an upbeat, fun love song that's very I guess simplistic on the surface but what I really enjoy about it is this sort of like really bright fun like guitar tones that are very like 90s inspired and when I was sort of reading through their influences they were saying that a lot of bands like The Cranberries, The Cure and Avril Lavigne are like their top influences and you can definitely we've picked that. it like straight away yes like when we were listening when i played the song for maddie she was saying that the lead singer her voice reminds her of avril lavigne yeah that was like the first thing i got i was like this is definitely avril lavigne vibes yes and then vivian went through and like read their bio and they were like our influences blah 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 and they like mentioned avril and i was like okay well yeah we just picked it up straight away <laughs> and i whereas i said it reminded me a lot of the cranberries and they also said that like the cranberries were one of their influences so it's really cool for me to hear those sort of influences because I love, like, 80s and 90s music I love, but I really do love that sort of, like, pop rock genre from that time because it's just, I guess it's just, like, this nostalgic feeling for me. And hearing, like, a take on that sort of sound in, like, a modern era just uh, just brings me so much happiness. Every time I listen to this song and their music, it just, it's so good for me. Yeah, it's really cool, I think, how how distinct the influences are and you can definitely hear them but it still sounds like their own song and they still have their own identity within that song and it's really really cool like I I really really like the song it's really fun I probably wouldn't listen to it again because (laughs) there are a couple of vocal inflections from the vocalist that kind of rub me the wrong way that's just a personal a personal thing yes (laughs) like the like the opting up at the end of Mm. every every like verse kind of gets me but yeah um it's fine that's just my own little thing and that's totally cool like I just can't listen to it it just like, See, me the wrong way it's so interesting because whereas for me like when I first listened to them I listened to their song um she's my religion and I literally was like this sounds so much like the cranberries who i really do enjoy listening to and i know that the vocalist she had that same sort of inflection where it can be off-putting like i definitely understand where you're coming from but i don't know i I love it so yeah it's yeah i definitely think in certain contexts it it works works. it's just like but then also it's like not every time she does it yeah it's very very prominent in the first verse and i was listening for it in the second verse and it's barely there at all Mm. and i was like well 
it's it was just disappointing it was like the first verse it just like put me off the rest of the song but overall it's like a really good song and i like enjoyed listening to it i probably yeah. just wouldn't listen to it again because yeah. i just get annoyed i think irrationally annoyed <laughs> but yeah please check them out i'm i'm really loving the, their stuff i'm interested to see like what else they come out with so that is my song of the week easy by pale waves maddie what is your song of the week okay so my song of the week is called acetone by landon conrath and this song i have been like pumping over like the past two months yeah like i have not stopped listening to the song it is so good so I, good i don't know what it is about it it's just like this super super groovy like upbeat like it's very much like a road trippy kind of song 100 percent. and like wind the windows down like just absolutely jam out to it this guy's voice is really really cool i love it um he's from america he's like a young um sort of pop artist um, and yeah, I have honestly not stopped listening to this song for like a solid two months and I don't <laughs> think I'm going to stop anytime soon. It's so cool. I love it. It's such a great song. Yeah. When I, when you played it for me, my first thought was the instrumentation is really interesting in the production. It reminds me a lot of early day strokes, like yeah. that sort of very sunny, like very, like the percussion is so driving, like it's really, really, really cool to listen to, but the vocals, like, they're nothing. It's nothing like the strokes, which I think is really, really cool. Like, sort of having your own take, well, his own take on that is cool. Yeah, yeah. I really, really enjoy it. I think, like, singing along with it is so something fun. that... Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, the best part of the song, I think, is being able to have that, like, really, really catchy sort of chorus. Um, and it's just, yeah, it just sort of, like, takes you, takes hold of you and you just, like, run with it. It's yes. really, really awesome. Um... So yeah, that's my song of the week. It is Acetone by Landon Conrath. Um, so normally we would go into Under a Rock now, but with this new podcast format, what we're doing, apologies if you liked the news segment. <laughs> we're sorry. We're, ju- we're not cutting it completely. We're just sort of revamping it. So mm-hmm. what we're going to do from now on is sort of just have a little segment after Song of the Week called What's Trending, and we're going to discuss if there's any you know prominent news we will definitely still bring that back but um we're going to talk about if there's any like new releases any like albums that have come out any sort of trending topics in the um music sphere i guess Mm -hmm. um so we'll do that now so our what's trending segment we're going to talk about driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo, which has oh. absolutely taken the world by storm. Yes, it is such an inc- first of all incredible song. Oh, like, masterpiece! It's it's incredible that she is seventeen years old. I know, and she has Don't come out it. with this as her debut song. Yeah, and I'm not okay with it, but I appreciate. I am it. so happy for her. Exactly. <laughs> So angry and so happy for her at the same time. But no, honestly, this song has absolutely skyrocketed in the last couple of weeks. I think it's been like a week. Yeah, like a week and a half or something. Yeah, I think. Something like that. It's ridiculous, amazing. Um, So it sort of started out, I think, on TikTok. I think that's sort of Mm -hmm. where it started gaining its traction. Like this one sort of snippet of half a chorus in the bridge has just gone absolutely viral on tiktok and i haven't stopped hearing it on my for you page for a solid like a week and a bit 
it's incredible but it's a shame that it's like the best part of the song because that's what I heard first and I only actually listened to the full song the other day Mm -hmm. but it's great like it hasn't ruined it for me at all which I thought it would but it really hasn't and it's so fascinating because I I came across this song I think um someone on Twitter so the reason why I think one of the reasons why I think it's trending is so she, Olivia, she is from I think it's called High School Musical the Musical, which is a Disney Plus show. Yes, yeah. Um, which is like I guess a spin off of High School Musical. I don't know. I've never seen it and I never heard of her before. I think the gist is, is it like they're they're at the same high school that High School Musical was at. They're right. at East High and it's like they're sort of in their legacy. Right. And they're doing like a weird because they like are aware of the musical like yes. movie. Okay. So I think that's kind of the universe that it's set in. Okay, interesting. It's weird. So but, there you go. Yeah. Um and so she the reason why I saw it, uh, how I came across this song was on Twitter people sort of talking about the guy who this song is apparently about and he is also in High School Musical the musical. Yeah. I think it's like High School Musical the musical the show. Yeah, it's it's very it's weird. It's an awful title whatever it is. Please tell us what it's about. Yeah. I've got no idea. That's pro- I'm probably just like spewing that out of my mouth. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um and so I thought okay, I don't know. I'm just going to listen to this. I did not expect to like it because a just like the whole premise around it I thought oh this is going to be some like teen drama that I'm just not going to be invested in. Yeah. Why would I be invested in this? And then I listened to the song and I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) My life has been turned upside down. (laughs) It's so, it's, it's really interesting because it's so like mature, but dramatic at the same time. And it is a very teen song, but yeah, it has this sort of special quality about it. Like, um, I was saying to Maddie, when we were talking about the, the bridge, it reminded me a lot of Lord, like the vocal tone, the, the chords, like everything. But like the layered harmony. Yeah. Is like insane. So Lord-like. And I was like, this is just so incredible. Yeah. Like, but let's just like, apart from the actual song and yes. how good it is, like this is so, so incredible. So this debut has on Spotify, it's like 12 million streams, right? Mm-hmm. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And all of the others, like, if you look on, like, the global, like... The top, top 50. 50 or yeah. whatever. It's, like, the top at 12 million and everything... Like, the next one under it is at, like, four. Yeah. Like, it is so astronomically, like, above everything else that's happening right now. It's so unprecedented and it's just insane that this can happen mm-hmm. at the moment. It's just crazy. And so many, like, different musicians have been calling it out, like... um, I know on Olivia's Instagram she posted this screenshot that was like her song is next to Taylor Swift's on the iTunes charts and Taylor Swift commented on it. Like, it's just, it's reached this point of, like, visibility that has just, like... Yeah. It's surpassed anything that, like, I've ever seen before. Yeah, which is incredible, but I can also imagine the pressure, like... Oh, yeah. Having this as your debut song as a teenager... Is she going to be able to release, like, anything else? I know. Which is a shame, actually. That's an interesting point. Mm. Because I wonder if, like, if she keeps releasing music, if anything... If she's... Get, well, she's obviously going to keep getting compared to yeah. this song. Yes. And they'll be like, if anything else lives up to it. Which is a shame. I hope she isn't held to that, like... Mm-hmm standard that all of the rest of her songs have to like hit you know number one in like 
three days. It's just, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, like, she's very talented. Like, yeah. this is not just... I don't, I don't want to say, like, it's just this song that sort of is the reason why, like, she's successful, because I think her voice and her writing is just... Yeah. It's all played a part, which I think is Definitely. awesome. I'm also in, like, living for the, for the um, drama. Yes. On the internet. <laughs> Everyone's sort of, like, siding with her and, like, I mean, I don't, like, condone them, like, bullying Sabrina Carpenter and, like, because that's... So there's, like, there's this other girl that's mentioned in the song, which yes. is Sabrina Carpenter. Yes. Um, if you don't so, know who that is, just go... Just Google it. Google. Like... Google is your friend. Yes. It's fine. So basically, like, the whole premise is, like, this girl was going out with this guy and she said... I think they said that they'd wait... Like, till they were older, mm-hmm. but he's gone off with this other girl who was older, and that's, sort of, that's like, the main, sort of, yep. gist of the song. But, yeah, I'm living for all of the memes and the beef and yeah. stuff on the internet. It's and great. It's so great that, like, I find it so funny when the internet takes something like this and just immediately turns it into meme culture. Like, Always. just instantly. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any getting around it. No. No. But, so, yeah. yes, that brings us to the end of What's Trending, um... Hopefully you guys warm up to this um, segment in the future. But like we said, it, news isn't going away completely. We're just, you know, revamping it. Revamping it. it. <laughs> Giving it a new facelift. Exactly. <laughs> so now, with saying that, we will go back into our song segments with Under a Rock. And I'll kick us off. So my Under a Rock this week is STFU by Rina Sawayama. I think I said that right. Apologies if not. But... So I actually heard of her last year. She had a really big year in 2020. She released her debut album and I know it got great reviews. And I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't listen to it yet last year because (laughs) I love this song. It is a wild ride. It really is. I, I almost don't know what to say. But the cool thing is, is that when, before like even going into the song or listening to her, she is like this pop artist. She's claimed herself to be a pop artist, but this album in itself is very heavily inspired by like early 2000s pop, 90s slash 2000s new metal. And I know that sounds like a weird combination <laughs> and it is very much so. But she makes it work, and this song in particular definitely merges those two together in a way that I just never thought would happen. Yeah. Um, so it starts off with this really, like, intense new metal riff that when I played it for Maddie, it just, I My just... My eyes just, like, <laughs> Because wired. I said to her, I was like, this is a pop artist. And Maddie was like, okay. Okay. I was so prepared. <laughs> out the window. Yep. Just gone. <laughs> just out the window. All expectations in the trash. And it has, like, the verses are very new metal. Like, it's got this aggressiveness to this. It's very... You know, it's sort of the whole song talks about being respected and learning when to shut up and, and <laughs> keep quiet. And just if you don't know what you're talking about, just yeah, shut your mouth kind of thing. And it's this very aggressive sort of tone to it in the verses. But then <laughs> the chorus comes in. Like and complete it, 180. It is. Yeah, it's this 180 and it's like early 2000s. And it's this really like easily like singable chorus. And it's just so 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 fun and just so different from what I expected and I just love the way that she's merged these genres together and I feel like in a way kind of makes like new metal at least 
more accessible to people like Maddie, who, let's say, yeah. doesn't listen to that type of music. But then, you know, you come across this song and I feel like it's definitely easier to listen to. Yeah, I was so shocked <laughs> to begin with when I heard that, like, really, really aggressive, yes. hard, like, guitar riff to begin. And I was like, okay, all right, strap in, <laughs> get ready for it. And then the chorus comes and I'm like, what is this, like, baby doll? Yeah. Like... You know, like, I'm just picturing, like, Barbie pink. Yes. Like, vibes. And then just right back into where mm-hmm. she started. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I was so, what, like, I was so confused. But somehow it, like, transitions really, really well. And mm-hmm. it's, like, like, this hard sort of cut that's very, very jarring. But it's, like, it's decent and really yeah. interesting. And she's got a really cool voice, too. I love it. That's the thing. Like, I played a bit of another song from her album, Excess, for Maddie, and it sounds like a different person, almost. Like, it really does. Like, the song A, that song is very different. That's very, like, poppy 2000s. But, like, the way she can manipulate her voice to fit certain genres, I think, is really cool. Yeah. Speaking of, there's... My absolute favourite part of this song is after the first chorus, she does, like, this laugh... <laughs> <laughs> and it turns into this beautiful note, and it's like, what is this? It was so funny. Vivian was like, we're ready, ready, ready. What, what, listen to this, listen to this. It's so good. <laughs> I just pissed myself laughing afterwards. Because it's, so, it's so weird, but I just, I respect it so much. Like, I'm obsessed <laughs> with respect this. the craft. Literally. So, I, please, 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 if you haven't already, I'm sure you have, because I'm clearly living under a rock, but... Yeah. Listen to this album. Listen to Rena. I think it's such, such a great song and a great album. So that is my Under a Rock STFU by Rena Sawayama. Maddie, what is your Under a Rock? Okay, so my Under a Rock this week is called PLW, which stands for Pretty Little Weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by this artist called Leon Thomas. So I have been listening to this song for quite a while now. Um, it's very, very cool. Very, like, psychedelic, funk, soul kind mm-hmm. of vibes. Very, very cool. Very laid back. Um, and I was like, oh, I should probably, like, figure out who, like, this artist is. Like, I've never heard of them before. I sort of was like, oh, I'll do, like, a little bit of research. Clicked on their Spotify bio, and the picture that came up, I went, hold on. That guy looks very, very familiar. And I was like, I had this idea of who it was in my head, and I was like, surely it's not. And then I kept reading, kept reading, and I went, it is. It's the guy from Victorious, and he's in iCarly. Yes. And if, as soon as you see him, you'll know who I'm talking about. Because, like, Vivian even said, she was like, I think I know that name. Yeah. And (laughs) I was shocked. (laughs) I literally screamed and stood up out of my chair. I was like, I cannot believe it is this guy. Like, I had no idea he was releasing music. I had, like, this is insane. But anyway, aside from that, this song is really, really good. So cool. (laughs) It's very, very cool. I'm obsessed with the vocal ability that this guy has. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Um, and then also, like, the bass that hits through it yes. is, like, the best part of the song. It is so groovy, so, like, it just makes you sort of, like, bounce along to mm. it. And, like, you, like, really sit back in this groove. And it's really, really cool. And then there's a bit sort of towards, like, the middle end. There's, like, a muted trumpet in there as well. And it's just... Yeah, oh, it's, it's super, so super, super sexy, but super yeah. awesome. I love it. It's so soulful. And when Maddie played it for me, the first thing, obviously, the guitar, the guitar tones, it's this really, like, mm. rough, rustic electric guitar, which is 
awesome and it fits so well with that like psychedelic sort of theme that this song goes for and that bass line it is such a simple bass line but it's like you said so groovy and it really moves the song along like oh and his vocal ability i just it's just so interesting to to know that he's from like victorious who like i grew up watching that show and he was like one of my favorite characters yeah like it's just so so cool to see like how far like he's come and that he's releasing music in the first place is awesome but yeah stuff like this like it's just ah the quality is great yeah i really want to see i really want to see like a collab between him um ariana grande yeah. and like victoria justice i know just, like all three of just them. a reunion <laughs> i would be obsessed i would love that so much yes. but yeah i really really love this song i urge you to listen to it i'm 100 percent gonna listen to this new ep that this is from yes um but yeah it is plw by leon thomas please listen to it that's my under a rock um so finally is caught my ear um our final segment um and i'll kick us off with mine and it is jewel by Adam Melcher. So, this guy I have heard of, but I've never actually, like, gone in and listened to his music before. So, the reason that I sort of, like, stumbled across him was, um, if you're a fan of Dodie, Mm. you'll know who he is. So, he opened for her US tour, I believe, um, and he's got a very similar sort of vibe to her. So, it's all very, very soft, very acoustic, Mm -hmm. really sort of in tune with like very simplistic and subtle sounds um we love good alliteration there we love it um perfect (laughs) but yeah it's really really beautiful and the reason that this song caught my ear was like the beginning of it it's like this um singing talking music part but it's all played in reverse Mm. and then it sort of like fades into this like beautiful finger-picking acoustic guitar which goes through the whole song and it's gorgeous it so is pretty. so so beautiful and this reverse sort of talking singing sort of line like goes through the entire song it's always sitting in the background um even though it's really really soft it's still sitting there and then there's also like this static that sort of like washes over the whole thing as mm. well it's sort of like another underlying sort of sound so there's never even though there's sort of like ebbs and flows within the like the verses and the lyrics and stuff there's never there's never silence there's yes. always like something happening and it's really really beautiful i'm obsessed it's funny that you say like there's never silence because it's true but it's such like a soft song it's that's very hush yeah i think exactly and it's perfect i was saying it's perfect as like a rainy day song 100%, because 100 that yeah. static also sounds like rain and it's just so 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 gorgeous and i think um i was saying to to maddie that it kind of gives me a jacob collier sort of vibe about it not so much in the vocals but i think that like interesting production with the reverse and the static and even the guitar like it has this sort of quality about it that reminds me that's so unique and just different from what we can expect from this space because there's so much out there in terms of acoustic folk like yeah you can literally pick up anything you know what I mean but with this like it's so unique it's so different and like I said that like little quality about it gives it an edge I guess yeah it's really really cool and one thing that I really like I really enjoy the melody because it's mm. sort of like it's not like you, it's not something that you'd normally follow. Like 
the sort of the beginning of the chorus is like this really sort of cool like ascending yes. sort of um, melody line and it it's not something that you hear often and it sort of sets it apart which I really really like I really enjoy it but mm. yeah um, it's a very very interesting song really good to listen um, on a nice rainy day as we've said um, so it is Jewel by Adam Melcher that's my caught my ear Vivian what's your caught my ear this week so this might be a little bit different from what you can expect from me with Caught My Ear, but um, hopefully you guys will enjoy it. So my Caught My Ear this week is Tolerate It by Taylor Swift. I know we talked about it a lot last year, <laughs> and we're just continuing down right into 2021. Taylor Train, full speed ahead. So this song is coming off of her latest album, uh, which came out right at the end of last year's um, Evermore. Did we even talk about it on the last episode? We talked a- about it a little bit on our um, top like a wrap up because I think oh, it had come just out. Come out or yeah. Something. Yeah, we hadn't had a chance I hadn't had a chance to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, neither had I. So I listened to it a lot over over this um break that we had and there's quite a few great songs on there. Another highlight for me was No Body No Crime featuring High. Yeah, that's definitely cool. Such a definitely very cool. interesting collab. But anyway, I'm not gonna go into <laughs> we that. We won't go into that. This song, the reason why I chose it as my caught my ear is, well, for a few reasons. The first reason being it's in 5-4, which is very unexpected. A, from Taylor Swift as, like, a pop artist, but, you know, whatever, with Folklore and Evermore, who knows where she's going. (laughs) But also, like, it's just a very different time signature that we're used to. You know, you don't hear a lot of it in, like this sort of pop space. So I thought that was really cool. And the way that the piano plays into that. Yeah. Very, very interesting to listen to, especially like if you are very interested in that sort of like music, musical side of things, like time signatures and everything, rhythm, all that stuff. If you're not, then it's it, my bread and butter. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> and yeah, so that I found that so interesting to listen to, but also like there's this really interesting percussion in it that only comes in in the chorus, and there's not a lot to the song in terms of the production. It's really just the piano, and then yeah. that really like interesting production sample, and then you have her vocals, and there's these beautiful layered vocals when the chorus comes in, yep. and I think that it's such a beautiful way to like transition into the chorus and lastly like the the lyrics are very very gorgeous as we all know I think she's a great songwriter but this song is so vulnerable and it tackles this sort of subject so differently from what we can expect from like songwriters you know like it talks about like this relationship that's clearly not going well it's very one-sided let's say and she sort of sings about how she does all these things all these things for this person but they just tolerate that they don't yeah. appreciate that they don't you know um they don't love that it's just you know they just accept it for what it is and that's it and i find that so interesting the way she tackled it and when i was doing some like when i was reading about this song i read in an interview that she based this song off of rebecca by Daphne du Maurier which is a a novel it's a classic novel and she you know that book is about this woman who just marries this guy and um, his last wife died very recently and how she's trying so hard to impress him to live up to his expectations but he just tolerates her love and I was just like okay it's so 
intense. I know. That sort of subject matter. But yeah, I think like five four is so interesting. Yes. Like there are like there's so many different ways you can because like with you know like your standard sort of time signatures like four four and three four. Mm-hmm. There's like sort of these like usual ways that you hear like a piano played and like the like the emphasis on different beats and there's sort of like like there's you know different ones that people like reuse a lot mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see how that is like used in a 5-4 yes. context and how all of the lines sort of fit together and I found myself counting constantly the yes. whole way through because I had no idea it was in 5-4 until mm-hmm. you told me and I was like because I always thought there was something kind of like yeah off yeah about the song, but I I could never put my finger on it, and obviously that's what it is. It's in five four, and it's so interesting how, um, how the different lines sort of like merge in mm-hmm. to one another. It's it's really really cool. I love it, especially in the bridge where she has to sing very quickly, like the, yeah. a lot of the lines, and it's just really like. In a way, it's a really cool build-up because, like, it sort of builds into the last chorus, which is a different chorus from, like, in terms of the lyrics and everything. And I think it's such a cool way to build to the end of the song. But, yeah, like, um, it's definitely probably my favourite track from Evermore. Um, But, yeah, like, it's such such an interesting track to just, like, dissect and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, yes, that is my caught my ear for this week, Tolerate It by Taylor Swift. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you got this far, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, CastBox, wherever you get your podcast fix. You can follow us on all of our social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can see um, all the latest updates there, and you can send us your recommendations. Yes. So we want to dive straight back into the recommendations this year, guys. We absolutely love hearing what you're listening to and we would love to react to it and see our thoughts on what you guys are um, listening to at the moment. Mm. Um, And also you can send us your opinions on our songs this week. Yes. Um, We love hearing if you guys love them, if you hate them, let us know. We love a beautiful discourse about music in this podcast. So let us know all your thoughts on there. Um, And you can join us on Monday for a brand new episode. See you guys. Bye.